Welcome to Osler's Legal Year in Review, where we share insights on key legal developments in 2020 and their implications for Canadian business. In this article titled, A Year of Upheavals and Dashed Expectations, Executive Compensation Developments in 2020, we discuss the fact that employers must find new ways to incentivize management in a world where traditional compensation metrics have been dramatically affected by both the COVID-19 pandemic and employee-friendly Canadian court decisions. Executive compensation plans were upended in 2020 as a result of the dramatic impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on business plans and the extraordinary measures taken by governments, domestic and foreign, to contain the virus. In addition, employee-friendly Canadian court decisions were handed down in 2020 that are forcing employers to revisit standard compensation practices. Finalizing Compensation Decisions for 2020 most Canadian corporations had set their 2020 short-term incentive performance targets and made their annual long-term incentive grants for the year before the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 to be a global pandemic on March 11, 2020. Within weeks of that determination, lockdown measures in many parts of the world shattered business plans, broke supply chains, plummeted the world into a recession, and resulted in a sudden and dramatic drop in stock prices. As a result, some corporations initiated salary and short-term incentive compensation reductions or delayed paying 2019 short-term incentive compensation, conserving cash to weather the storm. The sudden drop in stock prices caused stock option grants to suddenly fall out of the money. Not only did this remove almost all economic incentive, but the decline also had a discouraging impact on employees at a time when extraordinary efforts would be demanded of them. It was clear that performance expectations underlying incentive compensation decisions made in early 2020 would have to be revisited. In response, boards could consider repricing outstanding stock options or extending the life of previously granted stock options to address the impact on holders, particularly those unlucky enough to hold options due to expire during the market downturn. However, stock exchange and shareholder approval requirements and tax considerations create significant hurdles to doing so. Proxy advisory firm Institutional Shareholder Services indicated that it will apply its existing case-by-case -case policy approach to any option repricings. Surrendering options for cash or exchanging them for other types of awards give rise to similar challenges. Consequently, many issuers began looking at alternative ways to replace or change awards for which the established performance measures were no longer meaningful. Unfortunately, amending the terms of existing equity awards or granting new awards, especially when combined with alterations to current salaries, can result in adverse Canadian and U.S. tax consequences. In many cases, issuers elected to defer decisions about compensation adjustments until later in the year. While markets have mostly recovered from the troughs in the spring, business impacts from the COVID-19 pandemic have been varied. For final 2020 compensation determinations, compensation committees will have to balance four considerations. One, the need to recognize management performance in circumstances where they are under pressure to preserve operations, protect employees, shore up finances, and pivot to new technologies and strategies. Considerations relating to workforce reductions and pay cuts, if any, otherwise implemented by the issuer. 2. Signaling of views from proxy advisory firms which indicate a lack of sympathy for performance bonuses or adjustments, except perhaps for demonstrated success on a relative performance basis. 3. By way of example, proxy advisory firm 
Glass-Lewis stated in March that the stark reality is that for many workers, including executives, they should not expect to be worth as much as they were before the crisis because their free market value as human capital has now changed. ISS also indicated in its policy guidance on the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic that its benchmark voting policies are not supportive of changes to awards in the middle of a performance period and that any such changes will be evaluated on a case-by-case basis to determine if directors exercised appropriate discretion and provided adequate disclosure of the rationale to shareholders. 4. Considerations of the impact of temporary market swings, which disproportionately affect compensation outcomes that are based on rigid, periodic triggers, as compared with the longer-term perspective of investors who can defer realization until stock markets recover. As business plans finalize for 2021, issuers need to carefully consider incentive measures that will be applied next year. Changing Practices in Light of Tough Decisions Judicial antipathy to standard treatment of incentive compensation awards reached new heights in 2020. Several recent court cases, including one from the Supreme Court of Canada, have tilted the playing field sharply in favor of employees. Forfeiture provisions. On July 15, 2020, in Battenston v. Microsoft Canada, Inc., the Ontario Superior Court of Justice concluded that forfeiture of unvested long-term incentive awards on termination of employment without cause was harsh and oppressive, necessitating reasonable measures to make sure the employee was aware of it. The case is currently being appealed to the Ontario Court of Appeal. Osler is acting for Microsoft. Damages for loss of long-term incentive compensation On October 13, 2020, the Supreme Court of Canada in Matthews v. Ocean Nutrition Canada Limited that exclusion clauses in a long-term incentive plan did not remove the employee's entitlement to a bonus payment upon his resignation or termination of employment, with or without cause, and that the employee could still pursue a claim for damages. Although the exclusion clause removed the bonus entitlement, the plan terms did not expressly remove the employee's right to claim damages arising from the loss of the award. In addition, on June 17, 2020, the Ontario Court of Appeal in Waxdale invalidated a contractual provision application to the termination of the employee without cause because the employment agreement provisions relating to termination for cause contravened the Employment Standards Act 2000, Ontario. In light of these decisions, employers should re-examine the language in their employment agreements, compensation plans, and award agreements. Employers should also review their processes and practices for communicating with employees regarding compensation matters, including about the consequences of cessation of employment on outstanding awards. Compensation decisions for 2020 and disclosure of those decisions in the proxy circulars in 2021 will be heavily scrutinized on all fronts and require extra care and attention. Compensation decisions for 2021 will be made in a very different business and legal environment from 2020. Thoughtful consideration will be required not only to determine the appropriate pay outcomes and performance measures, but also for their documentation and related disclosure. Proposed changes to taxation of stock options granted on or after July 1, 2021. In the November 30, 2020 Fall Economic Statement, the federal government resurrected its 2019 proposals to change the taxation of stock options. The tax treatment of options granted by employers that are Canadian-controlled private corporations or other non-CCPC corporations that are startups, emerging, or scaled-up companies is not affected. Non-CPPC corporations with annual gross revenue not exceeding $500 million would fall into the category of startup, emerging, or scaled-up companies. For options granted by other corporations or mutual fund trusts, 
The ability of the employee to take the 50% tax deduction in respect of the option benefit will be subject to a $200,000 annual vesting cap. The tax treatment of options granted before July 1, 2021 would be unaffected. While the use of stock options for publicly traded companies has declined over time, they have not been eliminated entirely due to the financial benefit to employees of the favorable tax rate. However, a change in the applicable tax rate may further increase the use of performance-based full-value awards. Legal Year in Review is brought to you by Osler, Hoskin & Harcourt, LLP. Osler is a leading national law firm with a singular focus, your business. We advise clients on an array of domestic and cross-border legal issues, drawing on the expertise of over 400 lawyers to provide the answers you need when you need them. Our Legal Year in Review provides general information only and does not constitute legal or other professional advice. Specific advice should be sought in connection with your circumstances. For more information about Osler, please visit our website at osler.com.